and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan, Jr. Funded Six, and you are back for yet another episode of the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Joining me once again will be the man that is back from Japan, Shane. Yeah, how's it going? How is it going? We spent like maybe upwards of an hour to figure out Shane's new mic setup that I kind of provided <laughs> for him. And uh, we're just praying to all forms of God that this thing is working properly for him. My internet also died. His internet was also garbage. We're actually shooting this or filming this more so, or recording this more so nearly at 1 a.m. in the morning. My parents are asleep and I got to pray to God that they don't wake up in the middle of the night to take a fat shit and moan and scream <clears throat> in, the, in, in the washroom because of the pain of tearing up their assholes. <laughs> That got really, really real. It got really shitty. <laughs> That's some real shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, considering that you have been in Japan conducting uh, research for so long, it, it got me thinking, and this is going to be the topic for today. We are going to talk about what we learned about ourselves as individuals while in university or really post-secondary school. but before we talk about that i would like to ask you know let's let's actually play some catch up because you know it's been a month since any activity has been active on this channel so obviously that means that you didn't know what the fuck happened to me and nobody knows about what the fuck happened to shane so shane let's 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 talk about what you've been up to since you returned back to toronto um to be honest uh job hunting slowly reintegrating myself back into toronto life uh getting used to the transit system here and everything like that because it's shit compared to Tokyo. yeah exactly um going back to school a little bit uh because i'm trying to find work there for maybe like the first three months before i find like a full-time job uh but it's just basically kind of reintegrating myself slowly you know um yeah Really, that's pretty much it. Get it. Oh, yeah, like reconnecting with like old friends and stuff like that, too. So Right. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, what was sort of like the biggest culture shock, aside from subways and transit, uh, from Japan coming back to Toronto? Um, I can understand all the signs and what people are trying to say to me. <laughs> no, like legit, like you don't realize how much that kind of like weighs on you until... You finally come back to, like, an English-speaking country, and you look at a sign, it's just like, oh, shit, I can read it. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense. It's no longer, like, it's it, no longer like, color-based for you now, huh? It's no longer color-based, and it's no longer, like, I'm looking for, like, a drawing of what it should be. Well, oh, God. Well, Is this the train? Is this the subway? I can't tell. They're Is both the long s- rectangles with wheels. Oh, uh, man. Tokyo's got, like, a few different subway system, like, symbols as the thing, so... We have two subway systems in, t- in Toronto. Did you know that? I mean, TTC, GO... Um, no, no, just in the TTC alone, we actually had two different subway systems. Did you know about that? What are you talking about? We have the one that's oh. on time. <laughs> I lied. That one doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, it's too late for an April Fool's joke, or is it too early? I don't know if, well, the only April Fool's joke that would exist is TTC got me to my destination early. <laughs> you know what? It's fucked up because within like the past, what is it, like month or so, all right, that I've been back, all right, I've had delays literally every time ha. that I got onto the train. And there would even be times when no train would show up or... 
or what my favorite is, right? A train would slowly pass by me that says out of service. Those are the worst. I swear to God, I have I, oh God, I have a story about one of those, which is like the biggest fucking joke you'll ever hear about for the TTC. And don't worry, we're going to dedicate a full episode to public transit eventually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk about let's actually get into like what you have learned about yourself in post secondary. But before that, we do need to talk about the fact that you actually didn't go to a secondary school in in, in Toronto, right? Yeah. The fuck is yeah. <laughs> How was your day today? Yeah. Yeah. The only appropriate time we should use that in in an answer is, what does your engine sound like? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. No, I I never went to a Canadian, like, post-secondary, necessarily. I went to um, (laughs) Maple Leaf International School, which is a Canadian international school uh, in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, because how the education system works is that uh, Canadian universities are more likely to accept you if you came from a Canadian institution. Mm. Um, you know, and uh, Maple Leaf, it's in the fucking name. It works. <laughs> I still um, think it's because we brief, very, very briefly uh, brushed over this in our very first podcast. I still think it sounds like a brand for... or, or, or Maple syrup? Yeah, sounds like the sweatshop for <laughs> maple syrup. <laughs> sweatshop maybe maybe i meant to um, say factory i don't know why my asian mind went there and said fucking sweatshop oh god because <laughs> because i didn't take in that i said sweatshop until you repeated it i'm like what do you mean sweatshop oh wait i said that yes <laughs> i was like earlier when i was like yeah so so press the button next to stop on the right side fam that's your left <laughs> Oh God! We should record like the full like video sometime. <laughs> I mean, if you fuck up next time, you you are, I'm I'm letting you know right now. I'm gonna turn on OBS and we're gonna fucking screen cap that shit. Oh God! Do we have to though? No, but I just might do so for friends and family. Just kidding. Um, friends and family. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, so went to Maple Leaf International School, right. um, and that's where I got my you know Canadian level education, or at least my first taste of it. Um, Was it sweet? And I. Like maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, no, it was actually a lot more like bitter than anything else. That cause... sounds like the Canadian education system, as far as we know. <sighs> I don't know. For Just me, kidding. it was like a weird difference because of um, that entire time before that, I was going to the usual Trinidadian education system, which is public school. And what, um, what, what was that like? Public private school or is what they wait, like wait, to call it sometimes. Wait, hold on. What the fuck is public private school? <laughs> so it's a public school. You know, anyone can really apply, right? But I believe that it is privately funded or something like that. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was something. Yeah. Because I thought you were trolling me. I'm like, that's like saying I'm going to put on my left, right shoe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Wait, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, um, it's just really weird, but Maple Leaf International School works more like a straight up, like, private school, uh, because you need the fucking money to get in. Okay. Anyways, um, and the thing is, like, it was the first taste of, like, what a Western-style education was like, and it was fucking weird. Was the... I thought... Yeah? What? No, sorry, continue. No, I was gonna say, like, I thought that, you know, when you 
or just like you know watching like Disney Channel, like those kind of like uh, teen dramas or whatever the fuck, those sitcoms or whatever the shit. I would if I had cable television. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Okay. I, did see, I did see them at my cousin's place where they did had cable TV, so All right. I can well, kind of relate. Kind of. <laughs> it's basically like that because the thing is, all right, it was so stereotypical in some of the people that I saw. Like, you had, like, you know, the, like, pretty white kids, all right? You had, like, the stuck-up, like, cheerleader girls. We had, like, a group of popular kids, all right? Especially the girls. We had a bunch of, like, douchey guys, bullies, you know, all that kind of shit, right? Um, which was weird because back in... Um, my public private school yeah, I was about days. To say, your public private school yeah. yeah we didn't have shit like that no like for us all right it was just like everyone was just kind of an asshole at all times <laughs> no matter what um there was never really a time right i'll be honest when i was in like my public fucking <laughs> my public private school right oh, where okay. people weren't kind of like jerks i misheard but... i misheard you because of the pause you're like where i was in public fucking i was like i would hope there was no recollection of you in the public <laughs> fucking jeez jeez no 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 from skinny um, jeans shane to no jeans shane <laughs> wow <laughs> well done <laughs> hey be glad i didn't say skinny dick shane <laughs> wow now that's fucked up i suppose Anyways. i said it anyway <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Anyways, you do this with all your hosts. <laughs> I do this with what? You do this with all your hosts. Oh right, yeah. Um, Shane has been integrated as host status now. Uh, He's still not getting paid for this because I'm not getting paid for this either. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Broke Boy Foundation fund it. Fair. Um, but yeah, and like. After that first taste of, like, you know, Canadian-level education, right, it was just fucking weird. Like, I didn't know if I liked it or not. Um, I knew that, like, it was very different, and I didn't necessarily like it. <laughs> um, but I didn't have anything else to do at that point, and I kind of told myself... It was, like, a, it was like a, one of those points in my life when I was like, okay, like, Shane, you really have to, like, no, do fucking schoolwork. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the whole time, right, I was like, I really don't want to be here. I don't want to <laughs> do school. I just don't give a fuck, right? Okay. Oh, man. It was a miserable time around life. But anyways, <clears throat> um, after getting through, you know, that bullshit, right, and then dealing with, like, actual, like, Canadian university, all right, and, like, that was, that was really fucking weird because... In Maple Leaf International School, yeah, there was a little bit of culture shock because, you know, all the kids are white and they all speak English properly. Like like with the North American accent? Yes, with like a North American accent, I, I, unlike I, I, the ones that I've been like living with up till that point. What, sorry? I always wanted to ask, um, could you know Americans paint these, like paint Canadians with this weird thing about our accents and shit? Where it's like, oh, they don't say about, they say like a boot or some shit. <laughs> Since you do have most hoodlum accent, <laughs> they say a boot, yo. So, in, in your unbiased third person pers- perspective opinion, um, do you notice like any quote unquote Canadian accents since your tenure here in Canada? I have literally never heard the stereotypical Canadian accents yet. I haven't heard like you know the one where people are, oh yeah, eh? like that, yeah. Eh? 
that? No, no, no. You're like, oh, yeah, eh. that one. Like a Newfie accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that either. I haven't heard that once the whole time I was here. The most I've heard, right, is an American accent and then, like, a just regular English accent, and that's it, right? What is regular English um, accent? In, in regular English years. accent, right, is what I'm talking right now. Just English. Is that not as far an as American accent as well, as far as I can tell? I mean, if you think it's American, I personally don't, but sure. Because when I think of American accent, I think of two things. I think of this, which is basically what I generally speak with on a podcast, or I think Mm -hmm. of America. You well, I'm going to take my horse to the outside. (laughs) How do you do, partner? Oh, God, we're doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) Every fucking time. I don't know if I like Um, it or not that this is becoming a thing. I don't, but anyway, you do it the most. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. I, I guess, I guess. So, so I guess, like, um, prior to, or, or so, sorry. So, you just integrated yourself in university. So, what what was some of the biggest culture shocks that you felt, and that you finally made it to um, Canada proper? Uh, the biggest culture shock was. Um, <laughs> this will sound fucked up, but it was seeing all the Chinese people, or at least all the Asian people. And Dude. hear me out on this, right? It's only fucked up to me because living in Trinidad, right? Like the majority of the population is either African, um, or West Indian, or straight up Indian, or Muslim. Um, Chinese people are a minority as well or white people as well as like any asian people because there's also korean people there for some reason um maybe they got, maybe they they misheard caribbean and korean and thought oh yeah we used to go back to the homeland and then they go over there and they're like yeah so why is it this <laughs> i think i actually understood that. <laughs> there you go um, but yeah, it's like you literally never see another like Asian person unless like uh, um, you're, I guess this is going to sound fucked up as well, in the supermarkets, because <laughs> the ones usually running them. Or you're going to be like, you know, in the Chinese restaurants, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, sometimes you see them on the streets, sometimes you <clears throat> just see them kind of like chilling out in the malls and stuff like that. But when I was growing up, all right, like even in those public private schools uh it was always me and one other asian kid out of the entire school and that's it i vaguely remember you telling me about like how you did not want to be associated with like any other asian kids and in fear well fear is not the right word but like fuck i'm gonna use fear in fear that people mistaken you for being like brothers right it wasn't even a fear it was like an actual legit thing that happened a lot of times Okay, cool. So, so I guess that would be like one of the e- cool. <laughs> so I guess that's like one of the, like the immediate things that you immediately um, that was so redundant. Uh, yeah, learned you know about yourself funny? in Canada, right? Yeah, and like to add on to this other thing of like you know all of a sudden like Asian population, right? It's like all this Asian culture because you know obviously because we have Vietnamese restaurants too in Canada. <laughs> I'm joking. <sighs> Do you? Yeah, there's a nice one like near where I live. We should we should go sometime. Sure, um, but what I really meant was like <clears throat> in Trinidad, right? Like the my the 
major like form of chinese culture or anything like that or is what you'd find in your own house you know like how people how chinese people like usually have like those little shrines yeah um dedicated to like ancestors and stuff like that right that's the most i ever seen in trinidad right i thought you're about to say Um, another oxymoron to be like the only major minority that we have (laughs) (laughs) but see that one still makes sense if you said like the only minority the only minor majority that we have it's like what the fuck is minor majority (laughs) (laughs) oh man but anyways um yeah like trinidad was just a place right where like not a lot of chinese people were there and the chinese culture wasn't really like you know that prevalent or anything like that you know like totally understandable you know nothing like that crazy wasn't really expecting all too much Mm. Which is why it was so weird when I got into into Canada, where I thought I'd just see, like, oh, you know, like, white people. But, in fact, it seems like almost, like, 60% Asians. Yo, do you know what's funny about that? So, I grew up in Toronto all my life, right? I never moved mm-hmm. once, as far as I know. So, uh, when I first got into university, the most scariest thing ever was, holy shit, I've never seen so many white people in one area of my life before. Okay. <laughs> because here's the thing. Uh, I don't mean to typecast no- myself, but I live in the hood, right? And <laughs> and you just, you just. And, and no, but, but, but here's the thing. I, I need people to understand this. It, like, sh- I shit you not, from kindergarten all the way up to uh, 12th grade, there was almost like this unspoken rule that every grade is only allowed an absolute maximum of three white, three white kids per grade. Wow. so for the longest time like we didn't we like every grade did have that token white guy by default because wow. because all my schools was just dominated by black kids Somalian kids uh, Caribbean kids Asian kids B- basically <laughs> basically major minorities <laughs> major minorities hey you can do what I can do it too so <laughs> <coughs> So, the, w- the, so when I first went into university, I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> Those are like legitimate white kids. Because I've seen white adults in the form of like lunch ladies, teaching staff, you know, workers in like different places and shit and, and shoppers and shit. But I've never seen a bunch of white students in my life before. I know that sounds weird, but for the longest time, I just thought they were like some kind of myth, like a, like a fucking... Like, oh fucking <laughs> yeah yeah like like a winged pony i think unicorns and shit right yeah huh so, so when i got into university i'm like holy shit white children white children exist <laughs> jesus christ i mean i guess that was sort of what i was living with as well but like with like asian kids or chinese kids in the caribbean because i'll be honest like we just don't exist and even if we do we try to avoid each other <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, yeah, and you know what's fucking hilarious as well? The one time that I actually, like, kind of made friends with the other Asian kid, all right, he just stopped talking to me. Oh, I thought you So he, I thought you were about to be like, well, yeah, we, we we were not allowed to see each other, like fucking Romeo and Juliet, because once we were seen together, people going to think that we related. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's just the Caribbean, and that's how they are with, like minorities and like chinese people you know no i anyways. don't but sure <coughs> uh anyways yeah um for uh, outside of that all right like everything else in like toronto was 
immensely more modern and immensely more, I guess, user-friendly in a way. Because the thing is, right, like, you know, in the Caribbean, there is no real public transit system except for, like, some chartered buses and then maxi-taxis. There's there's no proper transit system in Toronto either, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. What I mean is, at least you guys have a train. (laughs) Do we? Trinidad has no trains. Do we no, really? No, like, railways, nothing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, no railways, nothing like that, really. Like, Trinidad has highways that are almost always congested because everyone in the Caribbean needs to have a car. Um, that kind of sounds like Toronto, too. And there are, like, taxis, right, which are... I assume run by the government in a way, but not necessarily, right? Drivers sort of, like, make their own pay sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, a weird fucked up system sometimes. Mm, okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> but back to the, the, the topic of, like, learning shit about yourself in university. Um, immediately, uh, in my first tutorial, and Kevin was there with me because we had the same um, initial first track for our first years. Uh, I realized, I, I never took in that I spoke with an accent. Oh, and it's <laughs> oh no, and, and you know it's it's not the it's not like an Asian accent. It's like a weird um, amalgamation of things. So I, I'll just tell you the, the, what what happened. So my first tutorial ever, um, we were split into groups of threes, and you had to generate notes based on the chapters of the reading, um, and then present it to the class, right? Mm-hmm. So there was like 20 let's just say about 21 kids so there's like seven groups of three i was i was uh partnered up with kevin and this other dude that i forgot his name uh <laughs> but shout out to you brother you were cool his name began with a p and was like three thousand fucking letters long so for the sake of ease we're just gonna call him parker so <laughs> that was not the first thing that came to my mind but okay penis no <laughs> no platypus so me, Kevin, and 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 Perry the platypus. platypus. <laughs> um, uh, so so we generated our notes and shit. You know, made a quick introduction to stuff. Our five minutes was up, and then we had to present. Right, we went like, I want to say out of the seven, maybe like third or so. Um, and uh, pl- and Perry the platypus still had the, the sheet of paper of notes that we generated. Right, so they mm-hmm. were like, okay, this group, um, chapter, let's just say three. Uh, what are, what do you guys got? So I looked at Perry the Platypus, he looked at me, I looked at Kevin, Kevin looked back at me, and I'm just like, fuck, I guess instinctively I have to be the one to present our notes. Unfortunately, I didn't realize I had an accent, and rather than just being like a normal, decent human, normal human being uh, with proper English like I kind of am now, and just say, hey, Perry the Platypus, could you please send over the sheet of paper with notes? I fucking said, so, so, so this is what you hear. All right, group number three. Time for you guys. I don't know. Hey, man, send a tink. <laughs> All right, so like. <laughs> <laughs> so like man's oh, in the 1930s. We're like working. I don't know what the fuck. It's been too long. Some shit about fucking Ford, about um, like, a, like, like the Model T and shit, fucking whatever the fuck. Right. And, 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 and like basically the whole class stared at me, not because they actually wanted to learn, but because they were like, why does he sound like that? Ooh. Some people were like, is this a joke? And then some other dumber people were like, is that what Chinese is? I'm like, no, you dumb fuck. That's not what Chinese is. 
man. And, the, and then they are even more heartbroken when they actually learn what Chinese is. <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah. but yeah, I didn't realize they had such a thick, like, sort of accent slash um different dialect. One person, there was only one person outside of Kevin that understood what I was saying, and he kind of acted as a translator for me. Well, not for me, but like for for the for the. How do you translate that? No, he just knew what I was saying. Oh, okay. Because my tutorial, my tutorial leader certainly didn't know what the fuck was happening. She thought I was just like trolling Making them. A joke. Yeah, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this is the way I fucking speak, bro. But the weird thing was, I always knew how to sing in, I guess, a similar voice as or a similar um speech pattern as such. Where like the accent is more recognizable, but for some reason I just that was the way I spoke. I'm like, why are you discriminating? Like, I don't understand that. Anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I didn't realize how fucking ratchet I was until university because I looked around and this is before bandanas were a trend, and I'm like, so no one else is gonna wear bandanas with po- with uh, with wallet chains, just me. Oh wow, you were that kind of kid, huh? Fam, literally about. Seven months before uh, my first university class, I had dreadlocks. You act... I fucking knew it. Of course you knew it because I fucking told you. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I thought... Uh, you said, no, no. You thought I had cornrows. Yeah, which would have been even better. But with my fat ass head, bro, I would look like an actual field. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Freaking party pooper! And I got see right, was on my head, shit. But yeah, that that was that, that was the, the the first thing I learned about myself at uh, university was that fuck, I'm wretched as shit. <laughs> <laughs> These fools didn't understand a word I said. Besides, send a ting, dog. Send a ting. Oh wow, Jesus! Even I don't even say that back in the Caribbean. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a Caribbean thing, though. I think that's a. That's a Toronto-specific thing in certain areas, like Brampton, Scarborough, where I'm from, and um, certain parts of downtown. Maybe. I mean, back in Trinidad, we spoke more Creole than anything else. Um, no, I can't recite anything for you. <laughs> nice. So uh, so let's talk about um, sort of your second year of university. What did you learn about yourself during your second and third year of university? I okay. The the first thing that really popped into Aside my mind. White and the first thing, yeah, okay. Um <laughs> the first thing that I learned, alright, was I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um because here's the thing, right? When I took my first major in university, right, and like and remember what I said, first major, um I took my first major geographic analysis uh, because my sisters told me that I should. They were like, oh, like, you know, during the recession, because it was around 2013, um, during the recession, right, like, you know, Toronto had, like, a bunch of city planners, right, and, like, they couldn't fire their city planners because there's so few of them, you know, blah, 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 uh-huh. whatever, whatever. So my original plan was, like, all right, I'll become a city planner. I don't fucking know. Sure, why not, right? Um And by second year, what I realized was I fucking hate geographic analysis. (laughs) Like, it's so... It's just not interesting to me. Like, it just didn't really... It will sound corny. It didn't feed the soul. (laughs) I just didn't feel right. 
the entire time that I was doing it. Like it felt like you were in like the wrong clothes, right? Exactly. So you were yes. in like baggy cargo pants instead of skinny jeans? Yes. <laughs> I had to do that. Which is funny that you say that because around then was when I was wearing just baggy jeans and t-shirts. I fucking knew it. No stereotypes <laughs> required. I just knew it. Pretty much. So And boat shoes, right? Boat shoes? No, it's just Nike sneakers. Okay, I took it too far. <laughs> no. And what happened with me was um, I hated everything about uh, geographic analysis. It just wasn't for me. I thought it was the most boring stuff in the world. The professors were less than ideal is the best way of saying it because a lot of them were kind of just uh, lazy. <laughs> Oh, man. And because of that, all right, like, I just had no passion for the classes, right? Like, they were so just relaxed. They didn't care. You know, they just kind of did their own thing. Um, They would just talk in the classrooms, right? Like, not really teach, not really, you know, show us anything. They were just like, and here's what I think about you. It's like this old, old British white guy talking as well. And after his class, all right, I knew, like, inside it, just deep in my heart, fuck this shit. I hate everything about it. I want to leave. Okay. Yeah, and that's when I read. That's when I like <laughs> went more forward with English because at the time, right, I was like majoring in geoanalysis, minoring in English because I knew that I loved English. Right, I knew that I was like really, really happy with English. But you know, obviously, the first thing that your parents will tell you is like, you know, the fuck kind of job can you get with that? I speak English. Your neighbor speaks English. What are you gonna Everyone do? Everyone knows English, English Shane. <laughs> oh, God, that's no, that's like a legit thing. That I what if they before. said that in fucked up English? Like English knows everybody, Shane. <laughs> no, it, they did it even worse. They say it in Chinese. <laughs> that's kind of that is wow. That. <laughs> Bruh, you know. For a second there, your accent was so thick. I thought you were speaking to me in Cambodian or some shit. Oh, that would be hilarious. I was like, I don't really but understand no. Gambian like that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I speak to me in Tagalog. Putangin mo. Putangin na job. There you go. So yeah. Um, dealt with stuff like that. Uh, and... I switched over to English, like, within the next semester of, like... So, as in... After the first year, uh like, after the first semester of second year, right, uh, I knew, like, fuck everything about geoanalysis, right? It is, like, one of the most miserable times (laughs) I've ever been, and it's making me hate more and more. It's not, it's not good. It's not, like, you know, this this sucks shit. Whoa, whoa, quick question. Would you like me to uh, bleep out your university's name just in case? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it just sucked the drive out of me. So, moved on, went on to English, alright, and English was where, what was it, like, second year, like, the second semester or so? It was amazing. Like, basically enjoyed every class, made my first, like, really, really good, uh, great friend there. Um, and yeah, basically took off from then on. And what I learned from that was, right, like, that it's okay to start over, that it's, like, probably even more ideal that you just fully start over. Right. Um, 
because the thing is right like if you hate what you're doing right like like you hate let's say to those people out there who are like stuck I in a degree breathing. or a job sorry i hate breathing well don't do that <laughs> <laughs> i hate drinking water i am almost 100% sure that you don't <laughs> i hate living all right well, what's going to do with that difficult. all right fine go die <laughs> Oh, man. But anyways, what I was saying was, right, um, what I learned was, right, like, it's okay if you hate something, all right, like, it's totally fine, all right, to, like, put your hands in the air and just say, like, fuck it, I'm done, and then move on. (laughs) Because you don't have to put up with that shit, man, and, like, it makes you so bitter and, like, so toxic (laughs) with everything around you, because the thing is, like, I hated my first, like, year in toronto because of that i feel like um, that's like a really good lesson to teach to like yeah. just people in general like it's almost like for example oh i fed up with this relationship then end the relationship i fed up with this recipe then go eat something else i fed up with life okay hold on there buddy but i fed up with this program i fed up with this world you know like there are things you could do to make you less fed up and feed yourself with possibility uh, possibility and therefore Let's possibilities eat, huh? instead yeah then you know because <laughs> here's the thing man like it like you just need to find what you like because there's probably something that likes you too as a human being and if everybody loved each other then the world would be a better place to live in huh I can't believe you got through all of that with like a straight like no giggles nothing well you you know i'm good at doing the no giggles you, my face is like fucking twitching like a motherfucker right now you just don't see it <laughs> like if my face made a noise for every time i twist you would just hear nying, nying, nying. like you would just hear the fucking it's like a it's like a weed whacker just hear nying, nying. you would just hear that right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah like because yeah. even for me right like um First and second year, I was actually in the wrong program. I was supposed to apply to um, in, in the Faculty of Fine Arts, specifically in film. That's what I was supposed to do. I accidentally fac- uh, signed into, uh, applied to the wrong faculty and, uh, as an undecided major. Um, so within this... Oh, fuck. Yeah, and this applies to both me and Kevin. We wanted to get into film. So um, we, we, we tried during our first year to transfer over. They thought that we were uh, not talented enough slash... Um, just not good storytellers. I think that's the mo- most appropriate way to say it. So then mm-hmm. um, I, I we just shredded through our second year. You know, Kevin took as many writing courses as possible because he wanted to be a screenwriter and still does. Um, and, um, and and I just kind of, well, there's nothing really production specific for me. So I just kind of took um, gen ed film studies courses mm-hmm. just to keep myself mm-hmm. in the same realm. While on my own, I would learn about filmmaking and stuff through like free resources out there that you just need to dig a little bit for uh and then in between second and third year both kevin and i actually transferred into the faculty of film and he got into screenwriting and i kind of got into production because this is when i realized my school is kind of incompetent i was supposed to get an email for an interview that never came oh fuck so and i searched my whole like email like everything right so i ended up going Mm -hmm. to marching up to the physical um faculty itself and asking what's happening like yeah well you were supposed to come for an interview at this time and this date i'm like that's great where was i didn't get any notification for that no phone calls no emails nothing oh but we sent an email out i'm like yes but i didn't 
you know, receive it. Uh, so then I was eventually interviewed by the, um, well, I don't know the term, but the head honcho, fuck it, of this um, faculty. And they were like, we really like your your your, um, your submission because you'll just submit like a small little uh, short film no longer than five minutes to, to, mm-hmm. to you know, so, show off your shit basically. And like, I really mm-hmm. do like your portfolio and shit, yada, yada, yada. You know, after some finessing, I finally managed to get into the production program. And so now uh, it's year three. And this was a really good year for me because the prior two years I thought was just fodder. Like, I'm here. I'm not doing what I like, like you said. Right. I fed yeah. up with this, like, inactivity. And I, I got into the, the proper um, program that I wanted to be in. So um, I took all the courses necessary. And then some fucking bullshit happened. Oh, now, the God. funny thing is everything in both my school life and my personal life was going well up until that bullshit because I met someone and uh, eventually we got into a relationship and everything was cool. Mm-hmm. And then there was rumors in, within my school about, you know, our school might be going on strike, bro. And I was like, damn, now when everything's going so smoothly. Mhm. Mhm. And then God was like, "Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Get ready, cuz." <laughs> oh, dope. and let me tell you this. Ain't nobody was ready for that shit. Yeah. It came at the worst time imagine. too. It came like right shortly after midterm of second semester. Oh, fuck. So I was like, "You you you muddy fuckers, you can't you can't just let it go and let us finish and then go on your little rant." Shit. So um when that happened around that time was when me and my girlfriend at the time, I guess, um, we never really had issues necessarily, but we both kind of felt like this is not going nowhere. Do you, do you know what else wasn't going anywhere? The strike. Oh no. <laughs> uh, eventually I, I ended, I ended things with my, I see, I don't like calling them exes. So I'm just going to say my past girlfriend and, and, you know, we're still cool and everything. We, we still tight. Uh, but the university thing didn't end yet. So seriously, no, the strike was still going on at, at that time. So me and Kevin, oh god, well, me specifically, I started going in on like YouTube just to keep my skills kind of sharp. Kevin had nothing to do. Um, and the worst part though was there was this one class that I was destined to fail because the TA <laughs> ended up what the quitting. Fuck? Oh shit! That's how fucked up the 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 strike was so i i had to fail by default i'm like that's not right you know it was like that scene from fucking like empire strikes back i was like luke skywalker i was like it's not too it's impossible <laughs> oh no so so then like 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 you know the the university did have a cleaner job it was like any courses you failed for a reason like that you can erase it from your record no what's it called not called record. What is it called? Your transcript, and um, yeah. we will reimburse you with like the cash to to pay for a course with with the same amount of credits. I'm like, that's cool. Can you reimburse time? I don't think so. <laughs> oh no. So walking into this uh, year four, I really, I didn't want to, but I had to because that reimbursement would expire after year four or whatever that year is. So in my third year, what I realized was. The thing that I learned about myself and sort of just life is nothing really lasts forever. 
and don't get too comfortable because I got too comfortable doing my own shit rather than prepping for a potential return for school. What do you mean? Because rather than prepping to come back for school, I was doing, I was just sort of like learning filmmaking and shit on my own to the point where when I did return for school, half, if not more, almost all of the shit that they were teaching, I already fucking knew. Now, granted, that's talking about year four, but 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 basically for year three, I realized don't get too comfortable doing other things because what I was doing was I was finally sort of planning to come back to do cosplay. Um, I was planning to do a documentary. Um, mm-hmm. And that's sort of still in my mind. I just haven't figured out a way to sort of hop back onto that. Uh, and uh, was this around the time that you and I met or? Yes. Um, well, oh, well, after we met, fuck. I guess. Uh, and then, uh, honestly, I was having doubts about school at this time. Okay. So should we, like, like, like do you have anything to add on to what you learned in, in year three before we we move into year four or? Um, to be honest, year three was sort of like the renaissance period for me in my university career because year three was when I knew that, um, I mean, I guess the le- main lesson takeaway was that it's okay to ask for help. Right. <laughs> because for the longest while, right, like, I was basically all on my own for a lot of my courses, you know, and then, like, one professor, right, like, pointed out, like, if you have any problems, all right, feel free to come by my office hours, all right, we could talk, you're right, and I could show you uh, what you need to do for your essay, I right? I can because show he specifically you the world, <laughs> shining, shimmering, sort of. splendid. Yeah. Sort of, because he told me, um, he looked at one of my essays, right? And he was just like, you chose a really great topic, right? But how you (laughs) went about, like, you know, structuring the essay and everything like that, right? Like, it was kind of shit. So, come to my office hours, all right? Let's talk, all right? And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. So, went to his office hours, all right? And he basically tore my essay right, I fucking knew like it. piece by piece i don't know why i just in my mind i i saw this this thing where it's like oh you walk into your prof's office with like 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 your head hanging hanging low and your prof is like hey yo shane it's okay i got you well well let me switch up the voice let me have a, a brief little skit here and then your your your, your prof goes shane it's okay whatever you need we'll figure it out together and then you're, and then you're like, I just don't feel really confident about my essay, and and then your pro- professor says, send a tick. No, I'm kidding. Your, your professor asks you to hand it over. You hand it over, and it, and and before he reads it, he says, I'm gonna take a look at this, and by the end of today's session, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna know what to fix. And then you have a a brief smile, and and you're you're like you feel positive, and then he opens up the cover page, he reads the header and then he reads the first paragraph he looks at you you look at him back anxiously waiting for a response and then after about five seconds of silence you hear him say what what is this (laughs) what in the hell is this Oh shit! (laughs) That's what played in my mind. I just see him go. No. (laughs) It was. 
kind of like that a little bit because he already had an issue with where I put the um bib, like my name in the header. Oh, okay, I was just joking about that part, shit. <laughs> no, no, I was a fucked up student. Like, here's the thing, right? Like, this is something you should have learned. Like, oh, like you know, this is something you should learn in like you know high school. It's just like I didn't go to a Canadian high school. I went to a fucking like, maple syrup factory. Exactly, like, I'm sorry, but I can't fucking help you. You should have been like, oh yeah, professor, do you know how to, do you know where to write your nutritional facts? Bitch. (laughs) Where do you write your ingredients, cuz? There you go. Um, But yeah, and the thing is, like, after asking for help, right, like, my professor is also... Almost all of them basically told me, or like, oh, Shane, like, you should get involved with, like, some of the, like, you know, other student groups around, right? Like, there is, like, the English, um, what was it, like, course union, I think? I don't even remember. It was a thing that me and, like, William got involved with. Okay. Um, and the thing is, like, I was a year behind of everyone else, Right. Because I had to switch my majors. Um, hey, I was two years behind, so it's all good. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, I made friends with everyone who I was supposed to be graduating with. <laughs> well, shit. But I wasn't going to be graduating with them, right? And, like, to me, it's like, it wasn't really that big of a deal or whatever, right? They all asked me, like, oh, like, you know, do you want to join us on the English course union? And I was just like, yeah, fuck, why not? Um, so I took on that. And then other professors started seeing me, right, and seeing, like, you know, oh, like, you know, he's, like, an able-bodied student, right, like, you know, he's really, like, you know, out there, like, you know, kind of getting work done, and, you know, he's reliable, blah, 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 His whatever. pants are fuck, really right? tight. Yeah, pants are really tight. Well, no, this wasn't the time when I started fixing myself. <laughs> oh, his pants are a little bit too big, looks like you fit both legs into one. Well... More like this kid's got a bowl cut and his <laughs> jeans are way too large for him. Yo, 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 you need to send me a photo of you and your Rock Lee, bro. Nah, 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 nah. You go fuck yourself. You, you have to. If you do so, I'll send you a, fo- a photo of me and my dreadlocks. How about that? That sounds like a good exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, if I can find one. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I deleted all of them. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyways anyways um so uh kind of just figured myself out like in third year i'm still and, trying uh, to figure I out got... what you thought like with a bowl cut cuz <laughs> oh no <laughs> how come you didn't you know get a, like a proper barber at toronto bro you've been living here since two years why you still got a bowl cut because i went to chinatown for my oh i thought you were to say because i diy'd that shit cuz <laughs> No. You went up well, to Shoppers Drug might. Mart and bought a, a clipper and just zzz, buzzed everything off after you put a ball in your head. Oh, God. Took the largest bowl we had. And then you tried out, like, you went to dollar stores and bought different helmets and see what those trims would look like. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> just imagine that someone fucking did that. That's how they cut the head the whole life. It's buy, just buy different, like, head headwear and see what that looks like. Now that's fucked up. That's fucking hilarious, dude. I have a cynical mind. <laughs> you got a fucked up mind. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like for me in third year, it was basically just figuring out like it's okay to ask for help. Right. It's okay to ask for different opportunities because then I start asking like, oh, like. How's your you sex life? A re- no. <laughs> 
do you need a research assistant? Do you need a marking assistant? Do you need blah, blah, blah? Do you need help with this? Asking the professors, right? And like, like eight out of 10 times, they would say like, yeah, yeah, I need some help. Like, are you willing to help me out? And I was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, you just have to ask is what I learned back in third year. And like, once you ask, right, you get the right opportunities. Mm, okay. So- um... You just have to put yourself out there. Like, the thing is, like, what kind of comes along with that lesson, right, is that you don't need to be scared. Right. Um, people who need help will, you know, definitely take it, um, at least from the professors I cool. saw. And, and, and now, uh, excuse me, professionalism. <clears throat> well, professionalism took me fourth year to get, like, under some stuff. So, excuse me, to fully understand. So what I wanted to talk about now is, like, obviously now you've... um. You've graduated now, is sure, right? Uh, graduation is later. Uh, but but as in like in terms of like your your actual studies, you're done and everything with that, right? I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Great. So you have been you have been released. Um, pretty much. So, throughout your tenure in university, what would you say overall have you learned about yourself, and and, and what you and how you have matured and grown to be. The person that you are today. Fuck, that's a hard question. As one Jesus. of as one of our friends called you, the faithful dude, bro. What was your journey to achieving that title? <laughs> Can you remind me who this friend is? Uh, fashion student, recently moved to a different. Ah, uh, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, I, uh, I, okay. At least, I, how I, did it? How did what? How did you get that no. title? No, well, no, well, sorry. You're gonna have to repeat the question again right, because yeah, I so felt like there was a little, there was a little bit much. In it, too much, yeah, dude, bros. It. All right, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so once again, the question was, um, you know, now that you have finished your studies and essentially you have completed your your journey in tenure in post secondary school, uh, what would you say was my question? Because I kind of forgot. <laughs> oh, right. The question was, um. What did you learn the most about yourself and mm-hmm. how would you describe the journey that led you to become the person that you are today? Hmm. So there's two things that I learned about myself. One positive, one you negative. Are... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> really? I don't know, really? are you? <laughs> I'm joking. I just, because there's so oh much pause, God. I just started thinking that in my head. Um, and I'm like, I was like... <laughs> Seriously? I was like, Kirby, don't... You're fucking four-year-old. I was like, Kirby, don't say it. Kirby, don't say it. Don't take it back to middle school. Fuck it. Fuck, I'm in middle school. you fucking said it. I was like, ah, fucking loser. you are gay. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. You fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I'm not dumb. <laughs> imagining your face um one the first thing that i sort of learned about myself right was that i worry way too much this is the negative <laughs> you worry too much yes i worry too much and you see that as a I negative want, yes because i want to make everything um perfect i want to make um you know i want to make sure that people are happy with my work my performances you know stuff like that right 
um, and that I worry way too much. And I'm always way too nervous when it comes to actual, like, meetings about my performance, you know, that kind of shit. Hearing, like, you know, oh, like, you know, how did I do? It's just like, well, there was like, oh, yeah, like, yo, you're right, you're right, yeah, I could have done that better. Like, you know, that kind of thing, right? Like, didn't really have much of a spine kind of thing. Mm. Um, and what... The good thing that I learned was, all right, is that I am willing above and beyond, right, to make sure that things are done. Mm. Um, no matter how much it might take or, like, what it needs, all right, like, I know that I can do it to, you know, get there. Um, and that's sort of, like, what the Japan trip taught me as well. Because the thing is, like, I always knew that I wanted to go and, like, study and, like, do work in Japan, right? I just didn't know how the hell I was going to do yeah, it. Yeah, fucking but... weeb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't think you should call be calling me that. I think we know of a different person. But anyways. Who would um... that be? <laughs> Expose You want to bleep this out? Oh, wait. Yeah, no. I don't... Yeah, the writer sits in back. is totally a weeb. Yeah, all right. There, well, there you go. Um, yeah. Bruh, Anyways. the funniest thing that was very quick side uh, side tangent. The funniest thing this fool said was, and I'll do it in my voice because if I do it in his voice, it would take five days. Roses are red, diamonds are blue. Wait, am I fucked up already? Ro- <laughs> <laughs> diamonds the are fuck? blue. <laughs> he said, "Roses are red, and violets are blue." Sorry. I don't love you as much as I do. Hatsune Miku. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the funniest shit that he showed me. Oh, my God. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to be a virtual. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I didn't say wow. that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Wow. I didn't. Wow. I did not say that. I did not. All right. You did not hit her. I, I did not hit nobody either. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Japan. Um, yeah. And that's when I knew... Well, Japan, like... This is going to be the jump. Because, like... My education didn't really stop around third year. My education continued into fourth year. Technically into fifth year. And then right. master's, which was my sixth year. Um, if you were counting. So Shane's um, old. Pretty much at this point. <laughs> So, sixth year basically taught me, right, like, I could do whatever I wanted, all right, as long as I put my mind towards it and I'm willing to work hard. And I am. And I kind of figured that out, like, mostly as well with the cosplay group that I run as well. Oh, yeah? Could you could you be could you be 90 pounds and fat at the same time? I mean, if I really wanted to, probably. I don't think that's physically possible, though, because you need to be big boy certified. It means that you need to be at least 200 pounds. Is this a challenge of some kind? No, it's a, it's 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 a really complex ox, oxymoron. You can't be ninety pounds and two hundred pounds at the same time. That's the joke. Because you said you could do anything you want if you put your mind to it. Anyway, well, I'm here to tell you that it's not true. It's impossible. <laughs> Freaking idiot! <laughs> but yeah, that's what. All my schooling has basically taught me. It, That's what it's taught me. It's been touched. Oh, Don't stop saying it, bro. The more you say sorry. it, I gotta bleep this shit in that, post. I'm not trying to do sorry, that much, cuz. Sorry, 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 fine. There's some s- that. <laughs> so, you know, you have to bleep it yourself up, you idiot. 
What school has taught me was... Fucking say Hogwarts. What Hogwarts has taught me (laughs) was, alright, a really good work ethic. I can do what I like, alright, as long as I'm willing to work hard and put my mind towards it. Um, I don't need to be scared of asking for opportunities or, like, you know, going to different opportunities, etc., etc., Um, and the journey up there has been fucking tumultuous. Like, it's so hard. It was really, really tough, like, for a few times. Um, a few days, like, where I just didn't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, a few other days where it's like, this is just too much work. Why did I say yes to everything? Like, am I fucking stupid? Yes. But that's not the point you anymore. Said it. I didn't we just have that. work, so let's do it. I know. Um... Do I need to do all this work? No. Do I need to get it done to look good? Absolutely. So let's keep doing it. That kind of thing. Mm. Um, should I be scared about this? No, but I still am. You know, that kind of thing. And these worries don't really change like later down in life. These don't really necessarily go away. And I think that's kind of a good thing because it's almost like an, uh, an alarm that's like, yeah, you care a lot. You're making sure that you're getting things done. So... Yeah, that's at least what my school career has taught me, and like how far I've gotten with it. So, so how would you um, how would you summarize that into like a a few sentences to to sort of just just bring that to a central theme or a central point in regards to what your your um well your tenure at, at university has has taught you at Hogwarts? Uh, work hard. Um, work hard, play hard, get paid, get laid. I mean, you won't be getting laid, but yeah. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> How you go to Hogwarts and not get your broom to Leviosa? Uh. I'll be honest, bro. Eddie. I don't know shit about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you saw the first movie and then you just stopped. Dude, that's actually not a joke. I think I've only seen the first one. Skipped the second one. Saw the third one. That was it. Wow. Oh, wow. Wasn't there one about like Harry Potter and the Half-Blooded Crip or some uh, fucking princess? Of fucking shit? <laughs> Blooded Crip? <laughs> yes. Yes, there was there was a movie about the Half Blood Crip. <laughs> I heard that was shot in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> the Blords were there as well. <laughs> anyways, anyways. <laughs> um, sorry. If I were, if oh my gosh, you're such an idiot. What have I done? If I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> Listen to yourself. <clears throat> oh my gosh. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's bring it back. If I were to summarize let's bring it yes. back. If I were to summarize that all down into like one cohesive I don't know, idea or statement or something like that, right? Which is like um don't be scared of opportunity. Mm. Yeah, don't be scared to ask for it. Mm. 
um, and work hard. Like, really, like, some people will, like, you know, cruise through their entire university life looking at you first years. Um, like, they'll cruise through their entire, like, uh, university education as just like, oh, like, you know, I'll just go to class, you know, do the bare minimum and, like, you know, walk out with my degree or whatever, right? And, like, in my opinion, like, you're doing it all wrong. Because you should try. Like, you should really try. There's really nothing wrong with just trying at school. Um, the professors will love it. You'll get great marks, all right? You'll get opportunities. You'll be um, given things, like, from the university itself. You just really have to put the effort in. That's it. Mm. So, yeah, don't be scared of opportunity and put the effort in. There you go. Mm. So, because we are running low on time, I'm just going to quickly breeze through uh, what... <laughs> what my uh, final years of university was like. So oh boy. I left up at, at, at third year. Technically speaking, third year was, was dope for me because I was finally on the right track. Everything was going well until that strike happened. So Fuck. then I, ha- and like I said, with the reimbursory and how that worked, I was forced to come back for another year or lose that opportunity. So mm-hmm. um, for me, if I were to summarize like what I learned at, at university is you don't need it <laughs> for certain. <laughs> For, for for certain for certain things, you really don't need university. You can learn it on your own. And what I've learned, well, not necessarily from university, from a university experiment, uh, but more so like what it reinforces is the idea that the person that you should always rely on the most before anybody else is ultimately yourself. Because I was too compliant and too reliant on the faith of the, the of, of, of the school being able to help me out with issue, with problems that they created for me both in terms of this the, the strike and before the strike and uh, I could tell you at least for my school they didn't do shit for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I've always believed in loyalty over royalty and I still believe in that until the day I die but that needs to work both ways so I guess if I were to summarize what I've learned at my school is not to choose that one. <laughs> so make sure that you do your research, both in terms of what career path you want to take and what is the most efficient way, not the most popular, the most efficient way to achieve that goal. I do believe that for certain things, much like what Shane has um, shared with us tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this, is d- definitely achievable by university. I'm not saying that post-secondary school is not the is not the way, but... For certain things, there are better ways. It's not about how many turns you take, how straight your course is. It's ultimately about getting to the destination and having fun while doing at it. So if you get fed up with incompetence or fed up with, hey, who who knows? Maybe you're still getting bullied at university. If you're just fed up with the experience, experience greatness instead whether it's on your own at a different faculty or not faculty at a different uh at a different school whatever whatever it may be so don't get pressured into making decisions that you will regret for me it was enrolling at that university um and and choosing university over college uh so so don't get there's no shame in the Yo, real shit college is better for filmmaking, bro. You just need to work hard for two years and you Gucci. I work hard for four years and I ain't get shit. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like working hard 
is always going to be the most important thing that you should discover in uh, your late teens and early 20s. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter where you you go to, 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 to pursue your passions because ultimately it's the end goal that matters as long as you're doing it within legal means, of course. Jesus Christ, okay. That, that's what... That's that's what I believe in in terms of my misfortunes with university, you know. Um, in regards to to the mindset of approaching post secondary, I have to agree with Shane one hundred percent. You know, just work for it. You know, if you want it, then get it. How do you get it? You got to mm-hmm. work for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's okay if you fuck up at post secondary. You know, I fucked yeah. up by choosing the wrong thing. So did Shane. Um, it's really yeah. a, about discovery, you know, cho- discovering more about yourself, discovering more about what you want to do, the people around you, you know, discovering shit about life, figuring out like who could you trust, who's a snake, and always use protection. Anyways, my name is Kirby Kwan Jr., and we were joined by both Shane and Karma. Uh, and hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Ghetto Fabulous. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, this installment of the Ghetto Fabulous podcast. Definitely the weirdest ending that we've ever had but uh yeah that's gonna be it for me and uh, that's gonna be it for shane so uh, until next time we out